Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Nigel. Jerry Lopez filling in for Hammer. One of my biggest issues in the next election is energy production. Joe Biden got into office, signed an executive order, got rid of a bunch of the oil leases and pipelines, and and now we're 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 begging OPEC with a hat in hand to turn on the spigots for more, and it's just embarrassing, you know. Yeah, it feels like just yesterday that gas prices were going down and people had more money in their pockets, yep. and all of a sudden, you know, we're we're back to hurting and prices are going crazy, and and we're all just trying to play catch up. Let's go to the hotline and bring on one of our favorite oil and gas experts. Jay Young is the man. He knows what he's talking about when it comes to the supply and demand of oil and gas. He is an oil and energy expert. Jay, uh, long time. No talk, man. How you been? Nothing good, Nigel. Hope hope all's well there in Indy. Uh, it is. It's cold. Um, I know you're down in Texas, which you probably don't really have to worry about that kind of thing, which must be uh, nice. About about fifty today. Oh, so. yeah, well, must be bad. nice. Now, yeah. look. Um, let's start in the Middle East. This conflict with Israel and Hamas, and things are getting squirrely down there. I did read a headline that it seems like gas prices have gone down a little bit. I mean, compared to to what you know, five dollars a year or two ago. Um, right. Tell me what is happening with gas prices first of all in this country and how you see it. Yeah, well, that's a good. Good question, Nigel. And I tell you what happens is it's it's not necessarily you know gasoline prices are a lag. They lag, right? It's not like oh, okay, well, there's a there, there, there's turmoil in the Mideast. Bam, there's no oil prices, 50 cents or dollar. No, that's not what happens. So what happens is supply and demand. That's exactly what happens with oil and gas prices. It's been it's economics 101. So when we have the supply necessary, which we've had, we've had the supply necessary here in the United States here lately to meet demand, because if we oversupply demand, obviously, you know, prices will go down. If the other way around, prices will go up. What, what's happened here lately and for, you know, the, the September and October timeframes is we've had a, an influx of, of oil on the markets, and all of a sudden people aren't driving in September, October. They're going to start driving in November, December, though, obviously, and then come, you know, spring and summer. But right now we have an oversupply problem, so gasoline prices have gone down. But they're going to come back up pretty soon. When 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 we we need that oil and we don't have it in the United States because of some of the things that you mentioned a minute ago, I don't necessarily want to go politics on you, but yeah, Biden Biden doesn't like that drill bit. <laughs> he doesn't have a drill baby drill sticker on his on his car. <laughs> now I so so how do we get the oversupply? Because I know Biden kind of like eased restrictions on Venezuela while clamping down here on the United States, and that floods the market. With oil, did that have anything to do with it? Like, where is the over, um, you know, oversupply coming from? But it's, it's yeah, it's oversupply, but it's it's our supply from the Permian Basin, some of our drilling activity from the horizontal wells that they're drilling out there. But it's really demand more than oversupply. I'm, I'm, my my apologies about that. Okay, it's it's, it's yeah, demand's going down. Demand's going with, down. With, yeah, so your supply is staying the same at 13 million barrels a day in the United States. You know we. Um, we need 20 million, so that's seven million difference. But yeah, that's the answer, Biden. Just go ahead and let Venezuela, who's you know we've been in war, war at for 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 decades, and 
let them sell us oil. Yeah, instead of us producing it here in the United States. Yeah, let's let so And meanwhile, it's only helping it. Russia as well. They get to buy oh. the oil cheap and as Absolutely. they as they do battle with Ukraine, correct? Absolutely. And it's a huge chess game that, you know, with with Hamas, Israel, I mean, with with Egypt coming out now saying they're they're going to start, you know, pounding the borders. I mean, if if something happens, we get the we can see $150 oil overnight, literally. Wow. So, you, so if, if that happens, obviously gasoline prices will go way up. So you said the U.S. consumes about 20. We produce about 13. Where do we get that 7 million um, that, that we're missing? Where do those usually come from? Yeah, imports, and that's from Mexico, Canada. You know, there's some from Iran. We were getting, you know, 600,000 barrels a day from, from Russia, which we're not anymore, uh, which, you know, coincidentally, if, 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 if you just said something about the um, – um, you know, that, that Alaskan, or I'm sorry, the Canadian pipeline would have given us 600,000 yeah. barrels that Biden put off. We'd be equal, but, you know, we, we cut off that Canadian pipeline uh, because Biden didn't think it was a good idea. Uh, but so we get it from, from all different kinds of countries that we import the oil, and, and that's our – we we have what, what George Bush said in his 2006 you know, State of the Union address. He said, We've got an addiction to oil. Man, we've got to have it. I mean, if we're going to drive on roads, asphalt, plastics, lipstick, gasoline, jet fuel, trucking, if we're going to eat, I mean, we've got an addiction to 20 million barrels of oil a day, and that's just the way that our our, our United States runs, uh, good or bad, and we've got to have it, and we're not going to go down with our demand anytime soon. We're going to continue on. And electric cars are going to help, but our population growth is also increasing. So what does that mean long term? We're we're still going to need oil. So so two things. One, uh, electric cars sound good, but they're they're run those batteries. Those big charging stations are actually run off of diesel diesel um, batteries. Correct? D- diesel. Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah. So yeah. we still need we still need the oil there. So it, but but back to back to the twenty and, and thirteen. During our heyday of exporting, how many how many barrels were we producing a day? The hey, the, the biggest we've ever done is thirteen, probably thirteen point six. So when we were one of the number one exporters, no, we we were okay. Wait a minute, we we need twenty million a day, right. and we're only producing thirteen, so we still need seven. So we've never been, and what what, and we did export oil because our refineries in the United States couldn't take more than thirteen million a day. So we were an exporter of oil, and not because of our, not not because of our demand, our, our our demand cycle and our supply wasn't anything because of that. It was only because we were overproducing our our refineries. You know, so uh, when people say, "No, oh, well, we're producing enough oil in the United States," no, we're not, but we also don't have the refineries necessary to to take the oil and and or take the yeah take the oil and put it in different products for us. You know. And Biden is also, um, we're speaking with oil and gas expert Jay Young here. Talk about a, a little bit about the um, the gas and oil reserves, the strategic supply, the yeah. depletion yeah. of this, and how important yeah. that is and what Biden has been doing with that. Yeah, and we've got about 17 days remaining, unfortunately, <laughs> if we go to war. And, you know, and what that is is strategic reserves put together, you know, a few decades ago because if we go to war and we can't get oil from – other countries let's say that seven million a day if we can't get that seven million a day which means that we're 
producing 13, which if we have a huge problem, we're not going to be producing 13 million a day yeah. and we're going to need more than seven. So we would, we would need to go to our strategic reserves to say, Hey, we need oil. How can we get oil? And we could, we could get oil out of strategic reserves or, you know, Biden can use that for an election and, and try to get his Democrats in yeah. in office. I, I didn't say it out loud. Did I? Am yeah, I, am no, I on the okay. I'm not on the Dude, air. You're, you're, you're preaching the truth. <laughs> so, so Jay, when people talk about, you know, for, for, for all the listeners out here who always, you know, we go to the pump and we go, man, 40 cents, or man, it's up 13 cents, or across the street, it's 20 cents cheaper. What actually affects the price of what we see day to day? Yeah, well, in, anything and everything there is. I'm right. It's supply and demand. It's, it's about getting oil in and out of different oil fields, you know, to the refineries. It's about, you know, world oil and, and turmoil and even – there's so many different things that you can see on a daily minute by minute basis. When you have one missile that goes in, it could, it could affect and disrupt oil going into different countries that live just like us. And they, they, they need oil so bad. Um, you know, and most countries, Iran, Russia, I mean, they live off their oil, right? We don't do that. We don't live. I mean, it's like, if, a, if, if Iraq, Iran, a lot of Mexico's budgets, all these, you know, if, if they produce two, like, like right now, two million barrels a day, let's say um, Iran's producing two million barrels a day. Well, that money goes into their government's coffers, straight to their government, straight to their government, and then they have their budgets. That's not us at all. I mean, we're, we're public companies, private companies that produce all this oil and gas. Now, they get their severance taxes off of it, the government does, but... Yeah. That's, that's how their budgets are run. So you can imagine, you know, if, if there's a disruption that people want their oil or they're not giving up oil or whatever, and let's say that, that we we try to cut them off of so, so much oil, then it's a huge – it could be a huge impact on what oil prices do on a, on a minute-by-minute basis. I mean, you have a blog up right now. We'll mention the website in a minute, but it, the headline is pretty chilling. It says, buckle up. Could ten dollar gas be in our near future? Can you take us through that? Yeah, exactly. Well, so what happens is, what could happen? I'm not. I'm not sure, but we've seen this before. And and we were at 150 dollar oil during Obama, so this isn't like a, you know, it's right. not anything new and not anything catastrophic. What 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 could, what could be is if we do go to war and you do see 200 dollar oil, 250 dollar oil, you see something that is just so outrageous that that these companies just come in and they, or these countries come in and just cut off our, our supplies and, and there's war and, and all the different vessels that you see that, that come in, you know, and cut off these oil supplies to these different countries and they just retaliate, which is, Hey, a lot of world wars are, are, are fought because of oil, Yeah, you know, oil and gas, you know, which is, you know, Texas, we're a proud supporter and, and a producer of oil in the United States. So, um, you know that that would cripple our economy and our are the people that go to work every day. I mean, a lot of them are affected, even directly or the trickle down. You know, with with oil and gas, and and what happens? So that would be, you know, terrible, obviously for for the United States. Jay Young, where can people find you? Where where, where I know you have your blog and a website. Just tell everybody uh, where they can reach out. Yeah, King kingoperating.com and you can go in there and look at my book the upside of oil and gas investing forbes was my publisher i wrote it because i wanted people to hey number one know about the markets b 
know about me and my family and I, and the oil and gas business. It's kind of a you know, who's who who am I type deal? Which you know me, we've met in person. Sure, yeah. But the, You've been but here. The third thing, absolutely. The third thing is, hey, if 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 you want to participate, you know, it's a hundred percent write off. Uh, it's monthly income. It's a vehicle that you can participate in. So I talk about it. If you're if you're a credit investor, you can do that. Um, or not. I mean, I'm not trying to get you to say you say on our programs, but you can look at it or just what's a good deal and what's a bad deal. What's the website again? It's kingoperating.com. King, K-I-N-G, kingoperating.com. Jay, hopefully uh, next time you'll have some uh, better news for us when we talk, okay? Oh. Well, you guys are great. All right. Hey, we didn't get to speak, but uh, next time hopefully we let's can. And let's let's uh Man, I, I really appreciate you guys, and you all have a great, great holiday season coming up. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.